Hey, Sharon. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Raman, why are we greeting each other in Arabic? Well, I'm not sure if you know, Sharon, but the holy month of Ramadan is upon us. And that is, after all, a very beautiful greeting. You should look it up. Let me confer with Google. Peace be unto you. And unto you, peace. That's really nice. But Raman, I'm pretty sure you're not Muslim. And neither am I. Hmm, fair point. It's not like we really know too much about what it means to be a Muslim in America. If there only was a podcast that could help. (laughs) It's like you're reading my mind. (laughs) Okay, okay. So if you haven't figured it out by now, for the holy month of Ramadan, on Modern Minorities, we want to feature some some more Muslim American voices. Yeah, and for the next month, we want to feature a handful of really interesting Muslims with heritage from all over the world, from Egypt, from India, from Pakistan, from Indonesia. Philadelphia, Atlanta, Chicago, Englewood, California. (laughs) (laughs) So here's a quick preview of what to expect this month. I remember we would drive around, listen to NPR. Whenever the word Muslim came up, I would be like, oh my gosh, they know about us. They know of our existence. They just mentioned Muslims. How cool. I had no idea what they were saying because I was nine. But then there was a period for years and years and years where I heard the word Muslim or I read it in an article every single day. All of a sudden, it was such an us versus them kind of rhetoric being told. And I realized I was part of the them starting on September 12th all the way through college. I was a poster child. And I remember one girl came up to me asking questions about Ramadan. And again, I was 12, like I'm not a religious scholar. I'm just trying to pass math class. Started doing stand up. 2001, 9-11 happens. I started doing a bunch of community activism work. There was suddenly this massive demand for Muslim speakers to just calm down scared white people. Churches, synagogues, libraries, candlelight vigil events, college campuses. I would get invited to be a speaker on Islam. Tell us why we shouldn't be scared. And it's a fucked up framing in retrospect, but obviously I understand this is a civilizational flashpoint and arguably the dynamic between the so-called Muslim world and the so-called West are really cultural fictions. Like, when will Muslims in Europe integrate? It's like, have you heard of Bosnia? Do you realize that the mayor of London is Muslim? There's all these cultural legal governmental fictions propagated. This is a big question I wonder all the time. Who controls the rhythm of the algorithm? I went to a pretty diverse school, but I was one of three Muslims. And so everyone's like, what is on your head? From 14 to 26, covering my hair was this secret weapon. I knew what people were thinking, right? That I was going to be shy or I was from a faith that doesn't appreciate and support women. All the assumptions people might have when they see someone who overtly expresses their religion, right? And I loved it. I was like, I get to change every perception you have about me. And it was a sense of confidence. And so I all of a sudden had all these ways of controlling my narrative. At that point, all Muslims became societal pariahs. And being Black, you already feel some sense of being marginalized. Now I'm going to add to it. But I was really struck by how universal the message was. Remember your faith, being your best self, being a reflection of your religion when you interact with other people. I had grown up thinking Islam was different, and I was surprised at how common the themes were. I could separate the zealots from the Arabs that I saw the Chinese Muslims that I knew, the African Muslims that I experienced was just a world apart from that. And I wanted to be a part of it.
so you'll be hearing from Muslim Americans that are community organizers, stand-up comics, social media pros, and even lawyers. Hmm, I bet their parents are really proud. (laughs) Well, we all do have something in common after all. (laughs) We learned so much from each of our guests. They were such great conversations. I think we really learned a lot. Because remember, on Modern Minorities, we're all about hearing the stories and experiences from others who are different from us. So we hope you enjoy our month of Muslim American guests. We'll do our best to keep it halal in the family. Oh my gosh, you're so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com